Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. You know what to do already. If you have not done it yet, please leave a review or a rating just for, I don't know, shits and giggles, I suppose. No, it's not. It's just so that it can reach more people and that more people that may need to hear this podcast will eventually hear it. For those of you that have done so already, thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate it. And on that note, let's get straight into this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. Today I want to chat about a topic that a lot of you may struggle with and it's something that I I struggled with right in the beginning and even to an extent throughout throughout the journey and it's something that I had to work on if I wanted to succeed and that is support. So the lack of support, asking for support um, and then also looking at things like peer pressure and how to say no because a lot of the times this journey of weight loss or getting healthier and losing weight, a lot of times this journey can be a very tough journey and being tough is not only the thing, it becomes a lot tougher because maybe there's a lack of support and when there's a lack of support or you feel like there's a lack of support, It can be a very lonely journey and that is a lot of the times where we stumble and you could potentially just give up because maybe, as I said, it is a fucking lonely journey and if you're not getting the support that you had hoped for, it becomes even more lonelier. So I want to dive into that today and just chat about, you know, identifying maybe a potential lack of support and then how to actually work around getting the support that you want. And also peer pressure. How do we tackle peer pressure? Because if you look at that, a lot of the times peer pressure could also be a form of non-supportive mannerisms from from certain people. So we're going to dive into that today and then just learning how to say no and why it is so important to be able to say the word no. So you've embraced this journey of getting healthier and losing weight, and it might feel like you are lacking support, but I have a very big question for you today. Have you actually asked for support? Or even more important than that, have you actually identified what kind of support it is that you are looking for? And who are you looking for that support from? So those are the things that you need to identify when you start. Because a big thing that I faced or that I struggled with is I thought I wasn't getting support. And I actually sat and I thought about it. I'm like, but fuck, man, you haven't even explained what support you want, or you haven't even asked for the support yet. You just assumed that you were going to get the support. It's crazy how I just assumed it because I didn't even tell anyone that I was tackling this weight loss journey for the seventh or the eighth time. I kept very quiet about it, but I also wanted support. And I think that that is sort of a penny drop moment for a lot of you because a lot of you might be afraid to mention to those closest to you that you are tackling this weight loss journey, but in the same breath, you are expecting support from the people that don't even know what you are doing. So take a moment to to actually think about what I just said there. Number one, ask yourself what kind of support it is that you are looking for. Is it physical support? Is it emotional support? Is it verbal support, right? Then you ask yourself, number two, have I got the support that I am expecting or that I am wanting? Yes, if you have got it, is it what you want? Number two, if you have not got the support, 
have you asked for the support? Let's say you've got the support, but it's not entirely what you are looking for. Let's say you don't have any support at all. What is the one thing that you need to do? You now need to go and ask for it. Now, I know that's not that simple, but keeping quiet about what you need and what you want is not going to get you what you need and what you want. You need to communicate it as difficult as it is, because I know a lot of the time you might be too scared to open up about what you are doing or what you are embarking on, because maybe you have that bit of fear of failure and there might be maybe a little bit of embarrassment that does come with it. So you're too scared to verbalize what you're doing in case you stumble and fall along the way. But I cannot stress this enough. If you are looking for support, You need to ask for support. You need to communicate with those close to you, with your loved ones, the ones that you are looking for support from. You need to communicate with them exactly what kind of support you are looking for. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I broke it down into, say, three categories, which is your physical support, your emotional support, and your verbal support. And I'm going to use myself as a real-life example here. I, my my ex-partner myself at that stage, he was not embarking on the same healthy journey as what I was, but he was there to support me. But I started getting a bit frustrated and agitated with some of the words that he was using and his mannerisms around trying to motivate me. So for example, he would use words of, should you be eating that? Or is that part of the plan? Or why haven't you gone for a run today? For me, that came across as negative and it started making me a bit despondent. So I built up the courage to actually communicate with him. And his words to me was, I thought that's how I support you. So in his mind, he was doing the best job possible to support me. But in my mind, I was, it was coming across as negative. Had we not communicated, had I not spoken to him about it, I would have thought that he is not being supportive and he's been a bit negative to my journey. In his mind, he thought that he was being 100% supportive because that's how he would support a person. So again, I think that just goes to show how important communication is, especially with those close to you and your loved ones that you are expecting support from. Communicate, communicate, communicate. It is daunting, it is scary, but it has to be done because without communication, the person that's meant to be supporting you is not going to know what kind of support you are looking for or how they can actually support you. They're going to go around doing it in their own way and that way might not necessarily be what you are looking for. So again, communicate it. Ask for the support that you are looking for or break it down to them and say, this is what you can do to support me. One thing you must always remember is that not everyone, no matter how close they are to you, is going to be on the same page as what you are when it comes to, say, getting healthy and losing weight. So the biggest thing for me is you cannot force someone to do something that they don't want to do. So I couldn't force my partner at that stage to go for a run with me because it's not what he wanted to do. I couldn't force him to eat the healthy foods that I was eating because it's not what he wanted to do. So for me to ask for physical support in that way 
was just not going to work. But I knew that I could ask for support in other ways. And that was, say, verbal support or motivational support or emotional support because I knew that could be on offer. So again, assess where you're at. Assess the areas of support that you can get and focus on that. But don't be despondent when someone doesn't want to do all the physical, say, workouts with you or eat exactly the same as you because you need to remember if you're going to force someone to do something, they're going to resist and they're going to resist and then any support that you would have got is possibly not going to be there so even if it is a five percent support that you can get take it embrace it and work with it don't force your new ways upon someone else because they're going to resist it and then that five percent support that they were offering is now going to be withdrawn as well so yes it is not always nice when you're not getting a hundred percent support but like i said one thing you need to remember is that not everyone is on the same page as what you are on and at the end of the day you are doing this for you yes support does help yes it is nice to be supported by your partner or your loved ones or your work colleagues but it's not something that is a hundred percent given and we need to accept and acknowledge that so let's say for example your partner is not into physical exercise but you want to go for a run on a Saturday morning. You could come to a compromise where you say, you know what, you don't have to run with me, but is it possible if we stay in on Friday night so that we can get to bed early so that I can go for my run? So there's that kind of compromise that you can do because then he or she is not going to be going for the run with you, but it's making it easier for you to then say no to social activities on the Friday night because he or she is there at home with you supporting the fact that you want to go to bed early. So always remember that your support is not necessarily going to be, say, physical or doesn't have to be a physical support, but it can be, say, emotional, mental or verbal support. And that goes a lot further than a lot of people know as well. So if you are feeling like you are lacking support, these five things are of utmost importance. Number one, tell them what you are doing. Be open about what you are doing. Then number two, tell them why it is important to you. But you cannot tell someone why it is important to you if you don't even know why it is important to you. So you need to sit down and identify why this journey is so damn important to you, why your health and becoming healthier is so damn important to you. Once it is so important to you, it's easier to explain to someone else why it is important to you and they will see why it is important to you. Number three, highlight how they can support you. Don't just assume that someone is going to support you. And even if they are supporting you, highlight how they can support you. Be specific about the ways that they can support you so that they know, so that they have a framework of what they can do to offer you that support. Remember, don't just assume. Then number four, create compromise so they don't feel left out. So again, don't expect them to support you 100% and do everything with you and eat the salads with you because not everyone is on the same page regardless of who they are. So create compromise so that they don't feel 
left out. All right. Number five, don't force anyone to do anything that they don't want to do. Resentment could start taking place and that's when they retract any bit of support that they have been giving you. And then a point that for me is so important is take a look at your actions. Are you actually taking action to warrant the support that you have asked for? Now to break that down is you ask for support, you ask for support and you tell these people close to you what your plan is, why it is so important to you. But when it is noticeable to others that you are not taking action, then it becomes very difficult to give that added support that you have asked for. So remember, take a look at your actions and actually ask yourself, are you taking action to warrant the support that you have asked for? And then on a totally different note is one thing you always need to remember is that not everyone wants to see you succeed. Not everyone is going to clap for you when you do succeed. A lot of people might actually want to see you fail. I know that sounds so harsh, but it's the reality. A lot of people aren't going to be your biggest cheerleader. And yes, even a scarier point. A lot of the times those people are actually ones that are very close to you. And it stems from the fact that, you know, maybe they don't want you to change your lifestyle. Maybe they don't want you to grow. Maybe they don't want you to outgrow them. Maybe they are scared that you do outgrow them. Maybe they are scared that your new lifestyle is going to bring about changes that leaves them behind. And that's a lot of the times where sabotage might take place from their side because they might have the thought of, oh shit, what if everything changes and I don't want that new lifestyle? And you outgrow them. So always just be on the lookout for that as well. I'm not saying it is going to happen. I'm not saying there's a hundred percent chance of it happening, but I have seen where it does happen, where people don't want to see others succeed because they're so scared of how their life is going to change if someone close to them does succeed in what they are doing. If you feel as though you have identified why you're doing this and you know exactly what support you want or expect and you have asked for that on multiple occasions and it still feels like you are not getting it and certain people are holding you back, you need to trust your gut on that and you need to make a move. Now again, I say need, I use that term very lightly, you don't need to do anything that you don't want to but always trust your gut. If you've got that feeling of, shit, I'm not getting the support that I want or that I've asked for, and you know deep down inside that you have asked for it, you know that you are taking actions to prove that you are serious about this and you are still not getting that support, then you are most likely not getting that support. Now, if we move on to peer pressure, I've seen this a lot and I've experienced it a lot. My lifestyle was very much one of a social butterfly and I was always frequenting different social events and parties and when I decided that I'm going to lose weight and this time it's going to stick, I continued going out but I found it so difficult because of the peer pressure and the biggest problem that I faced was being scared to say no because it would come with but maybe a bit of embarrassment or when I had to say no or when I knew I had to say no, 
I was so scared it was going to spark questions as to what I was doing and why I'm doing it and being labeled as boring. Now, this is what worked for me was I declined the invites in the beginning until I built up the strength to say no, until I proved to myself that what I am doing is working, until I built up the courage to actually stand my ground and do what I believed was right for me. So if saying no to a Jagerbaum shot was right for me and it aligned with my goals, I knew that I needed to explain my answer no to absolutely nobody. It took me a while to get to that point, but I realized I kept writing down why I'm doing this, why it is important to me. And most of the time, all the time, every single time, my why involved the words you. So me, Mandy, I wasn't doing it for anyone else. I was doing it for me. And succumbing to peer pressure is a catch-22 because you always have the option to say no. It's just whether you want to say no or not. I repeat that. You always have the option to say no. No is a sentence. You don't need to explain why you say no. Most of the time I came to peer pressure because deep down inside, I wanted to do those fucking Jager bomb shots. I didn't care about my goals. And then I would say, oh, peer pressure, I was too scared to say no. That's bullshit because you always have the option to say no. And if your goals are important to you, you will say no, no matter what the other people are going to think of you. Now, again, I know it's easier said than done, but to overcome peer, peer pressure, you're going to need to look at, number one, maybe declining the invites if you know you are not yet strong enough to say no. If those friends or family members or whoever it is that is inviting you out are important to you, you then can suggest a different activity that doesn't involve alcohol, that doesn't involve food, that doesn't involve situations that are going to be awkward for you. So you can then steer away from those situations and invite them out to go shopping with you, invite them out to go for a walk with you, invite them out to go to the movies. So again, you're not totally declining the invite to go out, but you are placing yourself in a environment or situation that is going to help you reach those goals and not throw you off track of reaching those goals. I want to ask you a question now, and I want you to listen very carefully to it, is when you aren't saying no to other people, who are you actually saying no to? Think about that for a moment. If you want to say no, but you are not saying no to these people. Who are you actually saying no to? You say no to yourself. You say no to yourself to reach your goals because now you are doing something that you didn't actually want to do because you want to make the other people happy, but in turn, you're making yourself unhappy because now you've done something that you didn't want to do in the first place because you were too scared to say no. So who is the person actually suffering? It's you. It's not the other people. If you say no to someone else, in the moment they might act upset. They don't give a fuck about it two minutes later or five minutes later. The only person that is going to feel bad and guilty is you if you say yes to something that doesn't align with your goals and that you didn't want to do. But always remember, 
a lot of the times or sometimes we succumb to peer pressure, not because we are scared of saying no, not because it's going to be awkward, but because deep down inside we actually want to do it. Right, So you need to assess why getting healthy and losing weight is so important to you. You need to write these things down constantly. So the moment you are faced with a decision, it becomes easier to use the word no because you know that it won't necessarily align with your goals. When it comes to people and it comes to opinions of other people and what they think of you and what you're doing, always remember the weight of a rock only matters if you pick it up. So those people close to you, you would have already explained to them why you are doing what you're doing and why it is so important to you. They would have then understood it, started offering you the support. If it's outsiders that don't play a vital role in your life, you always need to remember that their opinion shouldn't matter. So if they laugh at you for having a salad as opposed to having a burger, who gives a shit at the end of the day? It's you're not doing this for them. You are doing this for yourself. And that is what I want to leave you with today is always do it for the right reasons. So if you are wanting to get healthy and you are wanting to lose weight, make sure you're doing it for the right reason. Make sure you are doing it for you and for nobody else. Don't do it because your partner said you need to lose weight. Don't do it because your mom said you need to lose weight. Don't do it because your uncle said, oh shit, it looks like you need to hit the gym. All of those reasons are not great reasons. The best reason and the only reason I want you to do this is for you to better yourself, to become a healthier version of yourself. When you do it for someone else because of what they have said or because of the expectations they have for you, it's very difficult because now you're working hard, you're doing it, you're working hard and you don't get the compliments or the recognition from those people. It's, you start thinking to yourself, what the fuck am I doing this for? And then you go back to old habits. So remember, always do it for the right reasons. Do it for you. Do it for yourself and don't do it for anybody else. And when you know that and when you know you're doing it for yourself, it becomes a lot easier to ask for support. It becomes a lot easier to say no to things that you don't necessarily want or don't align with your goals. It becomes a lot easier to say no without giving a shit of what the other people think because it's not their goals you're pissing on, it's your own goals you're pissing on when you do things you don't want to do. Remember that if you are not getting the support that you want, create your own support. It's difficult, I know, but, and I know a lot of you might think that, you know, I've got all the support in the world or I'm surrounded by like-minded people. At the moment, yes, I am. And I do have great support systems, but it's things that I had to build from scratch. Because let me tell you something today. I did not have a huge amount of support. I was the only one changing my lifestyle. Everyone else around me wasn't. So it was a very, very lonely journey. I pushed myself out of my comfort zone to join a boot camp for women at one stage because I knew I'm going to be surrounded by like-minded people. I made friends at the boot camp and one of my best friends today is someone that I met at boot camp. Mercy, my dear Mercy. We go run together, we go to gym together and this is someone that I met through 
a, a boot camp because I was searching for support because I didn't necessarily have it. But you've got to be willing to put yourself out there to get out of your comfort zone and put yourself in those difficult situations to be able to find that support. There's online support groups that you can join. You can get a coach. You can join my program. The support within my program is fantastic because you're surrounded by people that are on the same journey as you. Remember this. People might not support you in the beginning and they might poke fun at you and it might seem very difficult. And this is me speaking from experience, but I want you to push through that with that. And it might seem as though they're not interested in what you're doing at the moment. But I'm going to tell you something now. The moment that, you know, you start changing your lifestyle and the moment you start becoming healthy and the moment you start losing weight and it starts becoming noticeable, it's going to rub off on those around you. So yes, they might not be interested in partaking in the journey now, but the moment they see how happy you become in, how positive you become in, how you are radiating, how much energy you have, they're going to start asking you how you did it. They're going to want to start joining you because you have become such an inspiration to them. And I went through exactly that. I got ridiculed for what I was doing. And it's like, oh, Eastern Saturday again. And then I get people starting to ask me for advice and ask for help. And those are the same people that maybe in the beginning sort of passed a bit of judgment. So don't lose hope. Don't lose hope at all. What you are doing is for you. And at the end of the day, because you're doing it for you and you are reaping the benefits of it, it's going to inspire those close to you to start wanting to do it as well. Give it time, push through the difficult phases and just keep showing up for yourself. I know it's difficult, but I know that you can do this. On that note, keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your very supportive friend. Mandy.